0: Yo, what's going on guys, it's J Charles here on the hashtag Show. Um, just me today, no guest. I just want to talk a little bit about, you know, how I started Perform First, the business, when I started it, you know, the obstacles that it's taken and, you know, where I envision it, where I see it going. Just to give some perspective on anyone out there that's trying to, uh, you know, start their own business, start their own either, whatever it may be. You know, you don't have to be a personal trainer, but any type of business owner, um, I can share with you, uh, you know, some of my experiences and hopefully maybe they'll shed some light on any uh, dilemmas that you may be uh, overseeing or facing in your current circumstances. Um, So yeah, Perform First, let's see, it started back in uh, 2015, that's when I started Perform First. So the way it started was I, I had wanted to be a trainer. That was my main goal. I just wanted to be a fucking trainer. You know, I wanted to coach people, I wanted to train people, make them lose weight, blah blah. I love fitness, you know. So it all started with me trying to get my certification. And I'll be honest with you guys. Look, I was a Kinesis major. I, you know, I went to school at A and M, all this stuff. And <laughs> I will be completely honest. I didn't pass my fucking personal training certification at first um i failed it the first time uh i went i was trying to get the acsm one i studied about four months for it and i failed i failed in the uh you know the legality business part of it <laughs> i knew all the science stuff but i failed in that area i was very uh, i was very down you know that kind of that kind of threw a wrench you know in me at me um so went back to the drawing board and i was like damn i don't want to pay for this again this is expensive um, looked online for other certifications and I found that there was a, it was a cheaper one. It was a lower level one. It's called the, uh, NCC, uh, PT certification. It's a lower level cert. Like I said, however, um, it was a certification, you know, so I think I studied for about two months for that one. I passed it really easy. It was an easy certification to pass. Um, after that, I started looking into gyms. I was like, you know what? I want, to get a, I want to get a job as a trainer in a gym. So at the time, I was already working for uh, Cellucor uh, as a, uh, uh, basically, it's an FMR, uh, field marketing representative, brand ambassador, just going to Costco, Vitamin Shop, GNC, and promoting all of their products. Uh, so that was, that was a pretty good job, and it, it gave me a lot of freedom to have possibly a second job and go to school. So I was looking into being a trainer. I applied. I think I applied everywhere. I applied to Golds. I applied to LA Fitness. I applied to Freedom Fitness. All these other places, you know. And I had a few interviews, and just I had no experience, so no gym wanted to hire me. You know, it was it was very humbling because I wasn't used to that. So I was thinking to myself, what the hell am I gonna do? You know, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just try this on my own. I remember I had my very first person to train, and if she's listening to this, you know who you are. I trained her outside um, a community college one day. It was one day I trained her. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I brought a bunch of my equipment. I had a speed ladder, a medicine ball, and a couple of dumbbells, I think, and I brought them, and it was not good. (laughs) Like I, I, I mean, I've always been, I've always worked out, I've always been in fitness, I was, I was, you know, an athlete growing up, and you know, I loved it, I loved the body too, however, I had never trained anyone before, so like anything, you're gonna suck when you first start something, It's, it happens, you know, it isn't until you really hone in on your craft, um, so I, I just sucked so bad, you know, I think that, that first day I had her, and she ended up throwing up, and I didn't see her, I think I didn't really see her anymore after that. <laughs> Uh, so I was kind of thinking, what the hell am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I have the certification. No one wants to hire me. And then I remember, uh, this one guy, his name is Glenn Tillman. He's the owner of Alamo city, Wing Chun. Uh, it's a, uh, Kung Fu martial arts uh, facility. Um, I'm actually still in there right now. However, I gave him a call because I had to take one of his classes a few years back because I needed an extra credit. I was like, yeah, I need an extra credit. And he was teaching like a self-defense class, so I was like, you know what? Let me take it. Fuck it. I need a. I need a credit. Um, so I took his class, and I remember him saying a few years back that uh, he had a room inside of his uh, kung fu studio that he used to rent out to trainers, and he used to rent it out to trainers. And I was like, you know what? Let me let me give him a call. Let me let me see what's up. So I I gave him I gave him a call. He still remembered me, you know, I was, I was like, I was a really good student of his, you know, he liked me a lot, so he remembered me, and that's one thing I gotta say, guys, always be nice to people, always be kind, okay, because you never know, later on down the road, you know, they they, they they might help you out, you know, so anyways, so he, I called him up, told me to stop by his gym, so I said, okay, cool, yeah, let me, let me stop by. I stopped by his gym, and I looked inside, you know, what he had to offer me. It was a 12 foot by 18 foot room. 12 by 18 feet. That's like someone's bedroom, basically. You know, smaller than some people's bedroom. You know? <laughs> and it was it was very hard for me, like, to wrap my mind around it. And he was telling me, he's like, look, man, if you, if you want it, you, you can train here. You know, you can train your clients and stuff. And And I just looked at it. And there was, I didn't have any equipment, you know, that he had... Uh, let's see he had a a, a pull-up you know uh, the pull-up ab station thing he had some dumbbells that went up to like 30 pounds and he had a uh he had an exercise bike and a curl bar and that was it and a little bench It's like damn you know this is it in my head in my head I was envisioning this huge like workout room like in this big kung fu studio like That had squat racks and all this stuff. And I was, like, excited. And then I saw that little room. I was like, what the hell am I going to do? But it was an opportunity. You know, it was was all about the opportunity. And I just said, you know what? Okay, let's do this. Shook his hand. Made the deal. Gave me the keys that day. And it was all... That's how it started. You know, the name. It took me a while to figure out the name. Perform first. So... Perform First came from, I don't know if any of you guys or girls know who Elliot Hulse is. Elliot Hulse, professional strongman, owner uh, owner of Strength, uh, Strength Camp over there in Florida. However, that's the original one. Now, this motherfucker, he owns like 10 locations all around the United States. Anyways, so back then, I used to love watching his videos. You know, they motivated me. They inspired me because he's all about, you know... It's all about the journey. It's all about, you know, doing something fucking dangerous. It's all about things like that. And the way he trained himself and his clients was like, you know, you got to be able to move. You need action. You need, you know, performance. And so one thing he always said was performance is number one. What you can do means more than what you look like, you know. And that really stuck with me because he's like, you know, you could be as strong as hell, but if you can't do anything with your muscle, what's the point of having it? You know, if you can't move, if you can't bend, twist, lunge, push, pull, jump, you know, then what the fuck is the point of happening? And that really stuck by me. And that's how I trained myself for a good while. And I was like, you know what? Performance is number one. And then I just thought, perform first. You know? It 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 that's how it came to me. Perform first. And it was fucking exciting. You know, so I had a name. Perform first. Next step. What do I do? I didn't know. I've never ran a business before. I've never been a trainer before. I did nothing. nothing, I didn't know anything. Luckily, you know, I had family. Uh, My mom, she has her MBA. She kind of knew a thing or two. She's like, all right, look, this is what you need to do. You need to get your business license. You need to get the tax ID number. You got to get all this stuff, blah, blah. I was like, cool, let's do it. So that was the first thing. Went online, legitimately just went online on the Texas uh, Gov website, I believe, back then and did all the things I needed to do, right? so I did that got the ID, everything like that perform first was a business you know um after that I was like all right I started posting on you know Instagram and stuff you know I didn't know what to charge I think I was charging like $350 for 10 sessions and like $450 for like 20 or 15 sessions and no one wanted to buy no one and it was for a few months now and I was like damn what the hell am I gonna do? So I finally, I was like, you know what? Let me just drop my prices super low and let's see what happens. So I charged people $60 for eight sessions. If you do the fucking math, that's less than $10 a session. And I'm training for one hour, one fucking hour, <laughs> you know, like what the hell? No one does this shit. So I had one client, one client. And it was, a. Uh, Uh, it was a friend of mine, she was uh, my cousin's friend, and I trained her for about six months, and she was the only client I had for six months, trained her, got her in shape, all this stuff, blah, blah, you know, Um, however, I mean, I wasn't making any money with my my business, you know, $60 rate sessions, come on, you know, and so after that, uh, let's see, I was like, you know what, I need to do something else, because I don't have enough equipment in here, you know. So I did something what a lot of trainers do, and I got in trouble for it. I uh, I went to, I uh, got a gym membership for, let's see Planet Fitness. And I know they offer, offer a black card, which allows you to bring a member with you. So I was like, you know what, let me fucking do this. So I got that membership, and I ended up getting more clients, and I brought my clients with me in there. I think I had maybe six clients, six or seven clients, and I was... I was training them, uh, I upped my prices to $100 for 8 sessions. And I was training all of them in the Planet Fitnesses. One client, I would train her uh, 4 days a week at her house because she had a a home gym that was like like at 5 in the morning. Anyways, so I had about 6 clients that I was training in Planet Fitness. And it was going well, you know, they were all doing good, seeing great results and I was posting about it and stuff like that. However, you know, you can't do that at gyms guys. You know, if you're a trainer, be careful with that because you will get spotted by the management and they will kick your ass out. And that's exactly what happened to me. You know, they told me, they're like, hey, look, we know you're training them. Look, here's a loophole. If you can work out while you're training them, then we'll allow you that. But you can't just stand there and train them. I was like, okay, that's fine. So I tried to work out for a little while and then I just kind of stood there and watched them made them train. And I ended up getting kicked out of Planet Fitness. Um, you know, they ended up writing on, I got kicked out of that one location, but they wrote on my account, like, they put a red flag. However, little did they know, I knew people out of the Planet Fitnesses that took that off. <laughs> However, it wasn't the best idea. So, I ended up going back to my little personal training studio, I uh, training my clients in there. Um, it was, it was alright for the time being. Um, but I I mean, I didn't, I didn't really, uh, I didn't know how to grow the business, it was very hard for me, Um, just because I was so new at this, you know, I didn't have any marketing skills, any, anything like that, you know, so after that, I think that was, uh, that was the fall and winter of 2015, that December, I went to go get my USA powerlifting coach certification in Reno, Nevada, my uncle really hooked it up, you know, he got me free flights, got us free rooms over there, got my certification with, uh, you know, the USAPL people, and I think Priscilla Ribic and Larry, uh, I can't remember his last name, but, you know, the people basically that run USAPL. Um, anyways, I got my certification over there, uh, it was awesome, it was also a seminar, I learned a bunch, and that opened up a door for me, you know, so my old high school, Holy Cross, they uh, they had powerlifting. And my buddy, who is actually now my right-hand man, my president of operations with everything that Performed First is, uh, Brian Ortiz, he started the program over there, you know, the powerlifting program, and they built a hell of a program. This, you know, he knew his stuff, you know, he learned a lot from a couple other coaches, but he knew his shit, you know, he got one of his uh, his um, training methods, programming, uh, like publishing an article and stuff. Um, anyways, so... I knew that he was doing powerlifting and stuff and I told him, "Hey man, you know, I got my USA powerlifting coach certification. Can I go help out?" He said, "Yeah, sure." You know. So, this was in 2016. Uh 2016. Yeah, that's when I went to go help out. I wasn't really there that often, you know, cuz I was still had clients of my own. I was still working for core. I was still going to school full-time. Uh so I helped out as much as I could. Um I learned a lot. Don't get me wrong, I did learn a lot with them. Uh I was, even though I was only, I was only able to make it like to three meets, power the three meets that season. Um, that was in 2016. You know, after that, you know, still going to school, still working. Uh, let's see. The fall of 2016 came. I had my internship at Heavy Metal Fitness. I was able to shadow Gene uh, Bell, Tim Ingram. You know, they helped me out a lot. Tim was really cool about helping me about the business. I asked him anything that I wanted to ask him and he'd always answer it. And I really appreciate that because that taught me a lot too. Um, you know, it wasn't until after I finished over with A&M at 2016, 2017, that's when I was like, all right, now I can up my prices. So then I upped them to $300, $300 for 10 sessions. You know, now you're starting to make a little more money. You know, it's $30 a session. You know, you're, you're starting to, you know, it's, it's good. It's a good thing. So I did that. Um, I went back to coaching powerlifting, uh, with, uh, Brian that next season. I was actually there every single day. It was 2017, right? I was there every day, every practice, everything, you know, I wanted to learn as much as possible. Granted, I didn't get paid for any of this shit. I didn't get paid to be an assistant coach there. No, you know, I did it because number one, I was learning a bunch. I, that was super valuable for me. I I highly value education and learning from experiences like that and from other people that have been there and done that, you know, the coach Pena, you know, with uh, Joe Pena, all you guys know who that is, powerlifting sensation, Uh, Brian Ortiz, you know, hell of a coach, you know, like I said, my right hand man, I learned a bunch from them, you know, I'm giving credit when credit's due, you know, um, I was there every day, every practice, every meet. I loved it. Um, what was also very, very rewarding for me was coaching those kids. You know, it was it was very satisfying uh, helping them, you know, training them and all that stuff. And I, that's where I learned the majority of my training style. I took a lot of what I learned from both of them and put it into my style. I tweaked it a little bit, but that's what you're supposed to do. Just like when I was shadowing Gene and Tim, you know, I, I learned a lot from them, but I tweaked it, you know, to make it my own. Um, So anyways, so that's when uh, I started, I still had my spot, I still had my spot over there at the little 12 by 18 foot room, you know, I, let's see, I was still charging uh, $300 for 10 sessions, however, I was a little stupid, guys, don't make this mistake, Um, when I was doing that, I wasn't putting an expiration date on these things, and you know, some of these clients were pushing 10 sessions for like 3 months, you know that was uncalled for, you know, also, I didn't know how I didn't have a, a auto withdrawal system. I didn't have a POS system. I was just doing everything cash or like square card. Little did I know, you know, I can do automatic withdrawal with that, but that's later on in the story. So it was hard for me, you know, some clients like, Hey, I can't pay or Hey, um, I'll get you the money next time or next week. And then I never see them until like two weeks later. And then it was just tough, you know? I would allow my clients to pay half down, half on the fifth session. You know, That's what I did. Um, for the most part, it was good. I had a few clients that were pretty consistent, you know, um, but however, just like everything, you know, it, it was tough because a lot of people didn't want to pay and they were pushing their sessions two to three months, you know, and it was it was just hard for me. So, after powerlifting, after, you know, I was still working with Cellucor, uh, I was still doing my personal training, um, I wanted to I wanted to go into the gym. I wanted to be corporate. I wanted to figure, like, you know, I wanted to give it a try. I wanted to make some money. So I went into LA Fitness. And I left Cellucor. I was with them for about three years. I left Cellucor. uh, I stopped my personal training. I had one client at the time. I stopped my personal training, though, because, you know, LA Fitness, they're really strict on that. And, you know, I was just busy. We had to work six days a fucking week with LA fitness, six days a week, split shift. It was tough. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was an assistant personal training director there. It was hard, but I am very grateful for that because number one, LA fitness taught me how to fucking hustle guys. I'm telling you right now, if you want to do anything, you know, find a mentor, find, go work for someone or something like that, that, you know, to learn. I, they taught me how to hustle my fucking ass off because it's a very corporate gym, guys, you know, you're going to have your district manager in your gym twice a week, you're going to have meetings three times a week, you're going to have updates on your numbers two or three times a day, you know, it's it's money, it's numbers, it's numbers, and I sucked at selling, I'm not going to lie, it was very, very hard for me to sell personal training, I was nervous, however, they taught me how to sell really well, a fucking awesome way to teach me how to sell, good, you know, Um, after that, I I only worked for them for three months. I quit. I couldn't hack it anymore. My stress levels were way too high. My training sucked. I wasn't able to do anything. I had no life, (laughs) but like I said, I'm grateful for that pain because it taught me something. Uh, I left there. I went to the YMCA. My buddy brought me in. Brian, he, uh, he's the executive director there. Brought me in at the YMCA as a trainer. I took a month just to learn the process it was october, november and then december. finally i was like, no, november. i was like, you know what? let me start. let me start getting some clients here. i ended up honing in all my craft there, selling a bunch, you know. I, I think i i had gotten 12 clients in a matter of 2 weeks. it was it was very easy for me. i, you know, 12 clients in 2 weeks. it was good. at the same time, i was still training at my gym. you know, i was still training at my gym. and i was still marketing You know, I was still doing all that stuff. I was still posting on the regular. I was posting about my, for my clients inside there. I was kind of promoting it, even though I wasn't supposed to, I was promoting it, you know, and, and things were good. Things were looking good. Um, however, I, I mean, I needed, I wanted, I needed more money. I wanted more money. So I started looking, I found a job, uh, found a job that's, it was with a fitness management group. They're a company that were basically in Anytime Fitnesses, you know, they were partnered up with a group of owners, so I went into there, I did pretty good, I started off as a fitness manager overseeing one location, but I was very good at sales, I was really good, I think over the span of time that I was there, I, I probably sold, let me see, 20, 40, 40, 40, 40 Uh a little over $120,000 worth of personal training packages, um, if I'm doing the math correctly, it should be over $120,000, um, you know, went there, brought in my buddy from LA fitness, I made him a manager and then i be, we both, we grew really fast within six months. We were both, uh, area sales directors, uh, overseeing five, uh, five to six locations. Um, it was great. And on top of that, that's when I got the, the phone call that changed it all. It was the beginning of May, May 1st. I got a call from, no, I'm sorry. It was May, June. It was June. It was the end of June. No, it was April at the end of April. I got a call from Glenn because I hadn't really trained any clients in there. I was just there. I left it there. I didn't I didn't train anyone in 2018 up until April in there. Um I got a call. He said, hey, um, I got a bigger, a bigger room that is gonna be vacant at the end of May. Because I just wanted to let you know, you know, just let you know the guy that ran that place, he's gonna be gone. I was like, holy shit. And he called me just to tell me that he didn't call me to offer it to me. And I told him right on the spot, I'll take it without a fucking doubt. Because I knew, I knew that when I took that opportunity before, you know, it was for the best because I trained a lot of people. I helped a lot of people I, you know, I made a little bit of money, but it was all about the opportunity guys. That's what I'm trying to tell you. If opportunity knocks on your fucking door, you answer that shit, you, you take it, you know, without a, without a doubt no matter what it is you take that opportunity if it's something that's going to push you into the direction of your dreams and your goals take it don't be scared just take it take it i'm telling you right now so i said yes okay i want that spot i need it so glenn said okay you know you can have the keys and uh on i think on uh, may 31st that's when that's when he gets the keys and it's we can hand it over to me fuck yes okay let's go so may 31st got the keys i was like all right Time to go to work. Shit. June was the busiest month ever. So, not only with training, like, my, my job, I was overseeing gyms and stuff like that. It was great. But I had this on the side, you know. Um, June. I Let's see. We had to paint the whole room differently. Had to get my artist, Michelle Moreno. She uh, she painted our logo on the wall. You know, we had to paint. We had to order all the equipment. We had to buy all the flooring, the, the horse stall mats, we had to, you know, move all the equipment in there, installation, start marketing for it, everything like that, you know, it was fucking scary, and on top of that, I needed to fucking have a team, I needed to develop a team, you know, because I had big goals for this shit, and I needed a team with me, so I got a group of buddies that I really trusted, uh, there were five of us, you know, let me see, Three, four, five. yeah, five of us, and I was, I was excited as hell, you know, super excited, uh, brought all of us, took us out to eat. I paid for the meal. You know, we had a big team meeting, um, that, uh, that, that, uh, we had a big team meeting in May before we started even breaking ground in June. Um, two of my team members, you know, they, they just, they went a different route. You know, they, they couldn't do it after all. It was, it was, I understand it's, it's a little, it's a risky, it's a little, you know, as a trainer, you know, it's a little tough. So they just they just went a different route, and that's cool, you know, it's fine. Um, it was scary for me, don't get me wrong, it was scary as hell, because I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. I have to pay for this, this uh, you know, this lease on my own. <laughs> that's what happens, guys, like, sometimes life, you know, just throws you curveballs, and you have to, you have to be able to adapt and adjust to your circumstances, and that's what I had to do, I had to adjust, and, you know... It was going to help me with rent because I was going to be subleasing it to them. They were going to make all their money, blah, blah. And, you know, they had, they just, they had to go a different route and that's fine. Um, So, I mean, it was, it was nerve wracking for me. Luckily I had a job where I was able to afford that as well as my bills. Um, I had to hustle even harder now. So I kind of, we opened it. We had a grand opening July 7th. I had a good little turnout. It was fun. Then I was like, okay now what, what do I fucking do, I was expecting, guys, you know, I am like anyone else, you start something, you're expecting it to be so great, so grand, like, everyone's gonna come to you, everyone's gonna want to be in your gym, everyone's gonna train with you, everyone's gonna do all this stuff, everyone's gonna buy your product, right, false, that's not what happened at all, it was tough, I'm not gonna lie, it was very, very tough, um, the good thing was, though, being with these past jobs I learned how to do certain things you know I learned how to uh, set up a auto withdrawal system for my clients I learned how to sell training big time you know so that that, that was easy for me I learned how to uh, to make new partnerships with businesses um, and that's one thing that I would recommend too. you know reach out to other businesses uh, and in for services like hey um, you know I'll offer you all this this service for at a you know low cost and in, in exchange, I'll let y'all do this in my place of business, you know, things like that. Be very open. Be very aware to that because uh, it really does help a lot. Um, so let's see. I uh, <laughs> I was nervous. I was scared. I didn't know what to do, um, but it's OK. I mean, it is what it is. And I adjusted. So I went on Indeed. I um, went on Indeed, posted for a personal training a personal trainer that I was looking for one and I got a few hits um, it was tough to you know I had a few people come in I wanted to make sure that they were gonna fit the role of what I wanted because I wanted to maintain a certain image of the gym you know anyone does anyone wants to maintain a certain image for their their business and it was tough because you know some the people that thought about it they didn't go that route after all however I did find a good team member uh, her name is Simone, she's one of my trainers there, doing a good job, um, and she, she accepted it, she accepted the challenge, brought a bunch of her clients over, she started training, it was great, you know, top of that, I had been marketing, I've been, you know, doing research, I've started posting a bunch of videos, and that's one thing I gotta say, guys, like, if, if you're owning a business, any type of business, you have to, social media is free, Remember that social media is fucking free. Don't worry about your TV. Don't worry about TV advertisements and all that stuff. No, social media is free. You know, start doing that, focusing on that first, you know, post as much as you can. Um, for a good while, I was trying to post at least two to three posts a day. Um, now I've, I've kind of slacked on it a little bit. I'll be honest with you. Um, now it's like one to two posts every other day, but I'm still trying to do as much as I can. That's one thing that I would highly recommend, you know, on all levels you know go go very uh go very horizontal with it you know facebook twitter instagram snapchat do it all youtube um not just one one platform because that's what i tried to do for the longest time i try to do one platform and it didn't work you know it's very hard for someone to go vertical with one platform and i'm not just trying to like tell you like don't try to be insta famous don't try but this is for your business so market for your business guys Um, if you want to develop your own personal brand later on down the road, that's fine. But remember, you know, the business is first and that's what I've been trying to do too. So, um, you know, now we're in, let's see, let's 2018 have my gym, have a trainer in there. I have a few clients. Um, I know how to, uh, you know, create, um, you know, I guess the contract, if you will, uh, I know how to do the auto withdrawal system i do mine through square reader a lot of you trainers out there i highly recommend it allow your uh send invoices sends an invoice every i do mine weekly bi-weekly monthly whatever the client wants um then i allow them to save their card on file get their card written on file allowing me to do it uh put that in there that way they don't have to worry about it. all you're going to do is press pay and it pays you know um but that's 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 been my story, you know. And we still have we have a big vision for it still. Um, you know, we have some things that are coming in the works. You know, I've told y'all recently we have a volleyball team that we're going to be coaching. Uh, actually, in a in about a week or two, in two weeks, I'm sorry, uh, we're going to be coaching, and that's going to open up a lot of doors for us. And we're very excited for the opportunity. We're very excited to do this. Um, it's going to be pretty big for us. Um, but yeah, our 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 goal, our our vision for perform first. It's a uh, the goal is another two years to open up a, a bigger location. That's the goal. You know we want to open up a 3,000 square foot location, at least. Um, you know still geared towards athletes, still geared still uh, geared towards uh, performance athletes. If I must say, uh, like football, volleyball, baseball, basketball, all those performance athletes. And you know, the goal for me is you know, just to, just to keep grinding, keep on being being successful with this, and that's what I got to tell you guys, Just it's all about consistency, it's all about, uh, you know, just just working on it, man, finding finding your passion, you know, because there are a lot of times, even to this day, there were times where I've, I've doubted myself, you know, I, I didn't say it, I left that company that I was working for, that's in Anytime Fitness, I left them, because I decided it's time to go 100% into my business, and that shit really makes you hustle, don't be afraid to take risks, guys. Don't be afraid to throw yourself into some un- uncomfortable shit. You know, it's it sucks. It's hard. It's scary. It's broke days. I'm telling you, man, you're gonna have penny broke days. But the journey will only only make you stronger. And that's what I've been learning right now. And it's it's tough. It's a tough road. But you know, if anyone else can do it in your circumstances, then you can do it too. Trust me. Believe me. So. Just find find your passion guys and don't lose hope you might you're gonna have days where you feel like all is lost but just know that you know a couple more feet you could be you know you could be at the goal you could something good could happen just keep trying and that's all I got to say guys and again this is uh, J Charles and the hashtag ask J Charles show. Um, love it, love it uh, would mean the world to me, guys. If you liked this post, liked it, shared it, subscribed. Um, we are on Spotify, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor, um, a bunch of different things, you know. Um, but yeah, just a heads up. In December, we're gonna have a pretty, pretty big guest. Uh, he is the uh, he's the vice president of I think he's the, I think he's the vice president of global sales for a uh, big corporation, and I'll let y'all know more about that later on, but uh, he's, he's a pretty big deal, and it's going to be exciting, because we're going to go over a lot of things that I feel like are going to give you guys a lot of value, um, but thank you again, I appreciate it, again, this is Jay Charles and the hashtag Ask Charles show. Uh, yeah, thank you guys.